Hello, people. Welcome to another Who's Round. Hope you're well and uh, you've had a good week. Um, did you see Fabio Wardley's fight? If you did, it was over very quickly. Great uppercut. But Baz will be talking about that. And thanks again. If you haven't listened to the interview from last week, listen back to last week's pod. Uh, this week, loads to talk about. Of course, as ever, we've got the Prem, the title race. Can Liverpool hold on? We don't know. Um, and the bet is just, what's the point of gambling anymore? Um, we've also got the boxing, which Baz will go into, the Ted Cheeseman uh, fight, and of course, the Fabio fight. We've got the Super Bowl, we've got golf, cricket, shambles, Six Nations wins. It's gone mad this week. So I hope you had a lovely time and um, will hopefully enjoy listening to us in your ears, whatever time of the day it may be. So enjoy. Don't forget to send us anything you want to talk about on Who's Round 2016 at gmail.com. And we'll see you soon. But listen to this pod. Enjoy. Here we go. The best a man can get. <laughs> the reason I'm saying that, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Who's Round, is because we're talking. Well, I have to completely changed my intro because Baz, Baz, how often do you shave? It was the debate we've just been talking about on Who's Round. Off piece, don't do a sport. Baby face Baz, we call you. I'd like to revert it to every other day. Changed. So every two or three days? Yeah, off air, he said every day, every day. and then we've already called him out and I said, him did out you shave Immediately, yesterday. no hesitation, no, you're yeah. wrong. Did no. you shave yesterday? No, right, that's quashed. Well, <laughs> yeah. His <laughs> own facial hair, we know more about yeah. it than he does. I'm surprised, you haven't, I haven't, I'm surprised you haven't brought that Middle Eastern insult in where, as I shave, it just grows back yeah. straight away. That's so that's why... Five o'clock right. shadow. That's why I did question, maybe you did shave this morning, because you have got a bit of stubble already, I thought, <laughs> testosterone. This is, this is up there with uh, discussion about salads. Welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the welcome show. to who's round. If you yeah, rather, obviously, if you uh, have facial hair, then well done. How often do you groom, shave? Grooming podcast. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 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 No, whoa, 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 whoa. We won't have Baz's grooming podcast. No. Oh, no, no, welcome, no welcome to grooming grooming corner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. enough for that. Anyway, so we're around the table. If you haven't realised already, we've got the Baz. Hello. We've got the guards. <laughs> Hi. And we've got the bestie. Hello. So, gentlemen, where shall we start? Where shall we start, indeed? Why don't we start with uh, our bet? Oh. Because we just cannot get a bet right. It's just getting beyond the joke, mate. Yeah, I mean, again, all three wrong. <laughs> uh, you guaranteed it last week as well. I, I, it was a, I slam dunked, I put my neck on the line, and it was so far off. Again, you so we've had... say it's going to work this week. Yeah, I was really confident. And so that's two weeks in a row, we've got all three wrong. All three, not a sniff. So we've got six in a row wrong. So what we've done is anyone can reach out um, and want to give us some tips. <laughs> because do you know what all three have in common? I didn't give a single input on any of them. There you go. Mm, I don't That's think probably. your input's going to help. I think it is. Well, you never know if you don't try. Oh, so it's, right, okay. It's, well, it's your, well, we'll it's your fault. We're we'll losing. Okay, we'll do a buzz. Why don't we this week you choose it only and okay. we're not allowed to comment? Yeah, fine. fine. Good. Yeah, done. Any money where your mouth is. Done, oh, yeah. Radiant prints. What? <laughs> Step up. Step up. Right, in the break, it's all down to Baz. The betting Baz corner. Yeah. Let's call it that. He's going to shave before the bet. We've grown right time for part two. Right, so, uh, Tottenham Newcastle. The man song came back, looked like it was going to be nil nil. Come back from the Asia Cup, who, incidentally, Qatar won. What's going on with that, Baz? Talk me through Qatar winning the, the uh, Asia World Cup. That's like Gibraltar winning the World Cup. It's like a BS. Don't know how that happened, but yeah, it happened. You lost a bet, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So me and Bessie had a bet that Iran would win. We got to semis, got 
thrashed by Japan quite rightly. We were not, we did not turn up. We were number one favourites. They were number two to win the whole tournament, but didn't turn up. And I guess they didn't turn up. Getting beaten by Qatar 1-0. I think it was a fluke, but yeah, whatever. I mean, they did also beat South Korea, Qatar, so it can't have been too much of a fluke. Well, yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they, they beat South Korea and then, then they beat Japan, who beat so you. Unhappy. So there's no way. He's so unhappy. I wish, I wish this was a video, actually, this, this week, because Baz looks so sad. Bless Either way, I won the 10 Shave there, and yeah. sadness. <laughs> Cut, cuts like a razor yeah. all you can think about is the bet now Look anyway at go back to Son this Son's is, this is the most research Baz has ever done for the pod he's doing no, the bet now we put him on the spot he's fucking okay. we'll, we'll talk about it at half time but anyway Man City Liverpool Man City Liverpool we're going to go to La Liga and yeah. I'm going Barcelona where's the bankers coupon section on Sky Sports gone <laughs> we still lose yeah I know um, so Son came back from the the Asia Cup and uh, scored a vital goal for Tottenham. Obviously, it's getting very really tight at the top now. Uh, you probably we're recording this on Tuesday, so you probably know the results are coming over the last couple of days. Um, so Chelsea beating Huddersfield five 0 They're back on. They're back on track after having a dodgy time. Higuain, Higuain scoring two goals. That was a good. His first yeah, goal. Yeah, his first that. goal first was goal great. Was yeah, yeah. Nice smasher. Yeah, yeah it was really good. Really nice. He'd made some really good runs, which I think they've highlighted recently on Sky Sports and on Match of the Day. But the way the way he kind of he made a great run, great through ball, and he took it right, really powerful near post, like quite similar to like Lacazette's goal, like mm, quite quite yeah. recently, a few weeks ago, wasn't it? Where yeah. he put it near post. Yeah. yeah, so it's good showing his class. So that could be the difference for uh, for Chelsea. Well, yeah. We've said uh, a striker. They need a striker. They've got one. <laughs> I mean, that it was against Huddersfield. Let's be frank. Um, you said we've got. I mean, we'll come into Arsenal in a bit, but Huddersfield is a great one to come back. After yeah, yeah. Well, Chelsea in this particular exactly. game. Chelsea were on a bad run. They needed they needed an easy game, and Huddersfield is that. Now Higuain's everyone's going on about sort of Higuain's second goal, but it took a deflection. The first goal was much better. Um, the second goal it took a big deflection. Took, it just took the words out of my mouth. I had just had it in my notes earlier. Like yeah. everyone was raving about it. I was like, it took a little nick, yeah. there, didn't it? It took a nick off his, and off his hand as well. And it it was debatably even going in. I'm not even sure if you actually look at the angle they showed on match of the day. It was almost going direct to the post. We don't even know if that was going in. Um, but his first goal, Kante's ball was absolutely fantastic, and the finish was great. The other goals that they scored, Louise scored a header. That took yeah, Louise defense. scored in the 86 minute. Yeah. Took <laughs> Hazard another, scored a pen. Took yeah. another deflection. Then they scored a pen that was outside the box. So <laughs> yeah. let's get that all very factually. They only scored actually probably one normal goal. What was their other goal? Because um, uh, they got five. Scored two. Um, Hazard. Hazard scored one and a pen. And yeah. the other Louise. Oh, the, the other one where he took it round. Did he take it round the keeper? Yeah. yeah. And, and he, he took it. It was a really goal. tight angle. Nice and goal. he knocked it, put a little lift on it to, yeah. to yeah. stop anyone sliding decent. in. That, was, that one was that decent. One was decent. Yeah. But then the other three were absolutely fast. Like I say, penalty was outside the box. And then two deflections. But Huddersfield, it's a sitter. They're down. They're shit. It's a good game, for, like you say, for you. That you need it. We, next well, week. Arsenal play them next. That. So we, we'll probably need that. But then we are Arsenal. Um, other games on the Saturday. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, We've had Fulham uh, away to Palace. Palace on a good run at the moment. Palace liking Palace. I think Palace is going to stay up quite comfortably. Fulham, however, need the wins. Still uh, languishing in the, in the relegation zones. Um, we had Schlupp and... Um, Ah, never watched Schlupp. What Schlupp? I think I mentioned him last week, didn't I? Yeah. I mentioned him last week. Yeah. He's, he's a decent, decent player. Did really well. Did really well last week. And again, and again this one, I think. And Mickey Rich scored the pen on twenty-five Who? minutes. Mickey Richards. Did you say? Mickey Richards. Mickey Richards. Mickey Richards. Yeah. Uh, the pen. Yeah, he's been their pen taker for the last few years. He's, he's de- decent, decent, mate. Very decent. Really yeah. decent. 
So a great win for Palace. Six this year, if you're wondering. Heard it. Heard it on Match of the Day. Stato over there. Even though Townsend scored the one last week, yeah. he wasn't playing. Cheers, that's he saying. Great, but... <laughs> it's just shaven. Uh, other, other games... Uh, <laughs> well, so, uh, a, a poignant <laughs> game, it's poignant if you're an Everton fan, but at home, losing to Wolves 3-1, Nuno doing his job, <coughs> um, Everton, a silver, is he going to lose his job? Because it is not going very well for him, is it? Mm. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We, that's one of our bets that we, we went with draw because yeah. they were actually both playing OK. Mm. Um, and it was, I think it was one all. And so at the start, yeah, I think, yeah, we were sort of... It was a pen by Wolves and Neves and then Gomez scored in 27th. Yeah, so it was one... Oh, that was a brilliant goal. Gomez's goal, wasn't it? Roof of the net. Yeah. It was like, yeah, yeah, fucking brilliant goal. Yeah, I mean, Everton are in trouble. They, they've got the players. They've spent a fortune. If you actually look at how much they've spent yeah, over the last, recent... The last yeah. two years, they've, they have spent a lot spent, of money. Exactly. And so. they've, they've, they've done that to try and sort of compete. They're not even remotely close to top six. You know, they're miles away. In fact, Wolves are well, okay, My answer to yeah. my question is, will he get sacked? Uh, no, because the end of the season. No, they can't afford the second because mm. he's probably got at least a three-year yeah. contract, and he, that'll be a massive severance package. So they yeah. they, have to, they have to stick with him. Yeah. Probably what they've spent already as well. They'd even lose more. Yeah, I tend to agree. I think they're going to have to stick with him at least for the season. Do you ever think people like Palace at the time and now Everton when they get rid of Allardyce? <clears throat> it does start to go wrong, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> no. Moyes had to you know bring the ship bring up again. Moyes, bring back Moyes. I reckon Moyes, Everton. Yeah, that's not a bad shout, you know. He's back. out of work. Hey, he's, he was at Everton for ten years. Silver <laughs> <laughs> did really well at Watford, and yeah. he's worth sticking with. He might need another transfer window. He got a hole relegated. <clears throat> and when he, when Watford no, when he only, left Watford, he, he was came, in bad place. He came in too late to save hole, I think. When he took mm. over, yeah. he was similar to uh, the guy coming in at Huddersfield. Mm. But yeah, maybe. But uh, no, he didn't. He finished finished quite high. With, uh, Watford. It was decent for yeah. Watford. That's why yeah. Everton bought him. They yeah. sort of they wanted him because he did quite well with Watford. Uh, you Watford just scratched your backside with that pen. <laughs> you just took my pen off me. Then you you did something with it, and now you put it back. Back, correct. Right. Backside, incorrect. You can have that pen. That's yours. Need a pack <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's ten, ten pounds. That pen. He's <laughs> just back to silver. Yeah, I think. I think. So, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Silver <laughs> trying to keep on track. I think I think Silver is a good manager. Mm. I think it's been unfortunate the way he's had to jump around clubs. Mm. Um, I think with Everton, they invested a lot. Like when they had, even when they had Rooney was it like you know a couple, couple I know it's a couple of years ago, but they spent a lot of money on almost like three number tens. Like mm. like Sigerson came in as well. Yeah. It was like a real real weird transfer policy, and I think he's suffering because of that. And I think he needs to clear some people out and get get some more people in. If they don't get relegated, he'll be he'll be okay. He should be okay. If, if I was on the Who, board, Everton, yeah. Everton aren't going to get relegated, are they? Okay, yeah. So Silver, too, so Silver yeah. will be okay. Yeah. And then next next year they should be more of his team. So to answer your question, no, Silver's okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, just nice? just a little bit. Of, <laughs> just a little bit of insider information. Carlos Queiroz is looking for a new job, so he might be a hot prospect Ooh. for Premier League. He's yeah, he's, he's uh, yeah. got sacked by Ram because he didn't win him the Asia Cup. No, yeah. no, after tenor. No, after like after seven years of being our, our uh, manager, quite rightly, he's got us through two World Cups. Uh, furthest we've been in a while. You could see him out in Everton, someone like that. Yeah, yeah, Carlos Crouch. I bet he, was, he can't wait to get back in the club football, especially he was in the Premier United League for so long. Legends, ex United legends. That was a good shout, actually. If he's, if he's out of a job, he, yeah. like, like Bessie just mentioned, he was at United for a few years with Ferguson. Under Fergie, yeah. yeah. So he has, he has got like knowledge, yeah. he's moved into, man, moved into management, so he could do a good, good job. Very good job, yeah. 
But he's only ever done uh, world uh, country level, yeah. really. He's never managed no. a, a, a club side. He That's a whole different, different ball game. Yeah. But. No, interesting one, though. Um, and the other emotional again uh, is the, the tie between Cardiff and Bournemouth. First home game when um, Salah, obviously, um, who lost his life, as we now know, I think, in the uh, aeroplane. So, but they won 2 0 at home. They started to pick up points a lot now. Reed scored a pen. Reed scored on 46 minutes. But Cardiff were actually starting to pick up points. I had them down as a three. I had, at the start, if you remember, I had Huddersfield, Brighton and Cardiff all to go down. I'm sure that's what I had. I have to listen back, viewers, how listeners. How can Bournemouth go from spanking Chelsea 4-0 to losing 2-0 to I Cardiff? I tell you what. Well, they're at, I think the home is the fortress. Yeah. I think the home is the key. Yeah, that's true. Bournemouth are very, very good at home. And they score a lot of mm. goals at home. As soon as they go away, they look honk. Yeah. No, I think you're right. With all respect, it's a big ama- amazement what tragedy brings. So maybe this whole Salah thing is because it is kind of coinciding with this tragedy. Mm, yeah. Cardiff have picked it up. Maybe you know it's given the players a real push, something to fight for. Mm, yeah, yeah. it was very emotional at the end, wasn't it? They had the camera on Warnock at the end. He was quite tearful, wasn't he? Yeah, which was something that well, I did take what? me because I wouldn't. You wouldn't normally expect that. You know, you could obviously. I'm not saying he's like a too right. hard a man. But he, you know, from maybe in front of the cameras, maybe behave differently. But you could obviously see that he got to me. Off the pod, me and Bestie had a conversation about this. Now, <clears throat> the players for Cardiff and the fans don't know Salah. They never knew him. He never came to any training session, no, right? Yeah. However, Bestie absolutely called this mm. that Warnock would have been involved in his transfer would have met him met his family maybe met his family all that sort of stuff scouting him from probably a few years ago or something yeah he went over there to France and he met him he's already come out and said he met him he met his family and stuff like that so the emotional thing for him is obviously he's met the guy he's obviously heartbroken I completely get that but what baffles me is the sort of some of the players and the fans who okay it's, of course it's tragic mm. of course it is but they're making out like some of them are flying over to Nantes and watching the Nantes game hold the mm. Cardiff flags and stuff and I think it's sometimes it's just a little bit it's not over the top I don't want to say that but I just think that they're sort of dragging it on a little bit and it's a horrible thing to say because obviously it's a bad thing but but some of them it's almost like they're just putting it on you know mm. the, whereas Warnock genuinely and that's why he showed that emotion because you've never seen Warnock like that no, I've never exactly, seen that exactly you know all the things that have happened with Warnock being at all, many different clubs mm. but never seen that side to it yeah. so mm. he obviously has got to him exactly like Bessie just said yeah. he, he met him he you know got to know him and then for something like this to happen is tragic <clears throat> and I think that you saw that come out the weekend yeah so they're always sad, but it's great, uh, a great win for Cardiff. Um, Burnley, Southampton, Drew. I'm not going to talk about that game. Sounds dreadful. All bit for Burnley, didn't we? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking exactly. That's right. Unbelievable. It's just too heartbreaking to Burnley talk on the about. Back it. Of a very good performance against yeah. United, and they yeah. fuck enjoy Southampton. It's a useless cunt. So then, <laughs> so then we come on to Super Sunday. I had no games. Though we ever told you I'm a referee. My yeah. games, my games are called off. Ref and a Palace fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my games are called off because of frozen pitches, which is a dream because I could watch uh, all the football. Um, they were called off because of frozen pitches, or you were hungover celebrating their three 0 Palace win the day before. <laughs> they didn't win three 0 but is it not? Uh, it's a dream. It's a dream. He still gets paid. Still gets paid. That's why he loves it. Um, referee is always about the money. <laughs> the money. <laughs> Uh, so Leicester, Man United. Now I thought <coughs> Leicester. I mean, Man United won the game, as we know, and you probably know now. Rush Rush was got an absolute brilliant goal from a ball over the top from uh, Pogba. Have you seen the goal match of the day too? It's like an instant 
pass over the top. It's got bounces in front of Pogba. He flicks it over the defender. I think it's over Maguire. And then, yeah, and then uh, Rashford's first touch is ridiculous. And then makes it easier for him to score. Yeah, that was a great win. But Leicester came back. Leicester were not out of this game by a long shot. That was a brilliant game. Um, quality goal, like Robbo just said. Absolutely an amazing, uh, amazing goal. Fantastic ball. Great touch. Great finish. And um, that shows the confidence of um, Rashford. Prior to that, he's been lashing at things. He would have snatched at it. It was just a very co- assured finish from a, a striker who's full of confidence. So how many um, goals has he scored under uh, Solskjaer now? Six in wow. nine, I think it is. Wow, something like that. Maybe it's something like that. Yeah, I think it's six. And Pogba's on silly stats. With, yeah. with, I think he's got, apart from the Newcastle game, he's got a goal or assist every game mm. under Solskjaer. Um, and ridiculous assists. Yeah, and yeah. ridiculous assists. Like his yeah. one for Rashford against Tottenham, fucking ridiculous oh, as well. No. Uh, on top of the world. Leicester, by the way, who've taken points off City, Liverpool, Chelsea, they've beaten them. Some of them, I think they're drawn with the others. You know, they... Are the classic well, team? We said exactly this. Like they, they always seem to really lift yeah. their game. Yeah. Anyone in the, in the top six or seven, like they're they're they're, they're compete, and, and then they they play against someone who's already relegated, yeah. and then and then they lose. It's ridiculous. And I think that's um, <coughs> sorry, go on, no, no. And I think that's uh, and the reason that's obvious is because they obviously play on the counter. They won the league like it. They considered when they won the league, they considered every opponent. Let's not have the ball and be play on the counter, and they won pretty much all their games from that. Yeah. Whereas now they can consider themselves better than some teams. So when they play the lower teams, they have seventy percent of the ball possession, and they almost don't know what to do with it. Yeah, Apart yeah. from Madison, they haven't really got anyone that can unlock anything. I like Madison actually. He's a good player. Oh my god, Madison! I'm looking at him now because this is a guy. I, I was watching a match of the day, and I thought one guy had such a standout performance. He's only like twenty-one, twenty-two. Played in the championship last season. It's called one. I think he's had one. Cap for England, I think. He was cutting yeah. in and out of the United defence. It was, they, it was and, amazing. And they, he got subbed off for about mm. 70 minutes, and I was fucking yeah. for the, that Je- Gezaz or something. Gezal. Yeah, from Egypt. Uh, Egypt. Yeah, he's a Mahrez's replacement. Yeah, exactly. They just bought an- <laughs> they just another. They just bought like for like. Yeah. And then they got rid he of He looks Kante. a bit like him, I know exactly. what we do. That's what they did with Kante as well. Oh, no, let's just replace him with a really short black guy. That'll do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, but, um, yeah so Leicester are brilliant. They, they're quality against the big side. So the 1 0 away victory for us. Um, is a really good result really really good result and then we come on to uh, the 4.30 kickoff from uh, Man City versus Arsenal now as an Arsenal fan and I think Guards and Baz will agree with me we went into this game thinking if we get a point out of this that is a tremendous result you know we're on a different level to us well, I did expect to have a lose but the way we lost I think is just the thing that hurts me more than anything and if you're losing a goal in the first 40 seconds I expected us to lose but I came to the game on the second minute that's because my, my TV yeah. was loading it's an old TV um, but when I saw the group chat when I, uh, I, I old TV is streaming are. service but anyways um, I, I went on you the group chat you have a TV licence don't you yeah yeah of course I do <laughs> um, um, I went on the group chat and just I, moving the aerial because they couldn't <laughs> he's tuning it in so the game's just trying to get signal shaving at the same time it's like white noise for the first stay there, stay there oh you're falling out the window oh, so, so, so the game started at 4.30 at 4.31 I saw you Robbo say for fuck's sake and everyone else in the group chat laughing at 4.31 I go this cannot be happening yeah. second minute in I was turned on with 1-0 down fucking don't know what to say I mean, it was, I mean Aguero scored a hat-trick but Aguero scored like three goals almost identical um, Wobie should have just got rid of the fucking ball and then decide oh, just well, maybe had one of his worst games and he runs about 
He's so shit. You know, he, he just is. runs about. He's got a lot about That's him as well. So he'll duel with the ball, keep running forward and running quickly. But then either rubbish pass or just loses the ball. He did it in his own box and then lost the ball. Of course, he massively punished by a really good side. Aguero with a little diving header. And then Aguero, and then we somehow equalised. It was just literally, I think it was a, I was a corner or a whipped, whipped in ball. It bounced and then um, Koscielny seemed to get his head to it, top corner, away from Edison. 1-1. One, one. One, after we went to 1-1, one, one, we looked then like we were quite solid. We had two banks of four. They couldn't really break us down. We were going to hit them on the break. Quite a good tactics. Yeah, we weren't been doing much forward. Lacazette and Aubameyang weren't doing anything whatsoever. They couldn't get any service. They had no service whatsoever. But, again, when you're playing so deep, which they were... You know, you know that you're up against a, a really difficult team. We looked all right then, and then to lose the uh, lose the goal on the 44th minute, just before half time, to make it 2-1. It was game over then. <clears throat> Guerrero again on the 44th minute, <clears throat> literally exactly the same sort of goal. Um, and then the second half, well, it was like a training game for Man City. And Aguero's goal, I, I, my cousin was texting me. Big Arsenal fan as well was going, you know, they scored. And if you remember rightly, it's the same again. Whipped in, it might have been from Sterling again. And then yeah. Aguero's fallen over. Um, he's hit his hand and gone in. He, uh, technically, it wasn't on purpose. And at the end of the day, why we, I, I said to him, why are, we, why are you even bothering talking about the handball? We're on a different level. Yeah. There's no point. It's, it's inevitable. He goes, I'm not clutching a straw. So he's resigned. But we never had a shot on target. All Aguero, Aguero admitted it was a handball as well in the, in the yeah, interview after. He couldn't get out of the way of it. I don't blame him. Yeah. It's not as if he did it and went like that. That's a weird one as well because his hand wasn't in an unnatural position. No. It hit his hand, but he can't really move his arm. So technically, I suppose it should kind of count. I don't know. It's a bit, well, that's a bit grey, though. I think the unnatural position is something that pundits always talk about. It's, I don't think... Where the ref was... It, you can't. You couldn't. You couldn't see that. The, the, the laws of the game don't state that your arm has to be in an unnatural position, does it? It states mm. that it has to be on purpose. If you, if deliberate. You, if to, so yeah, deliberate. To, mm. But yes, it's deliberately, isn't yeah. it? So it's not deliberate. So yeah. it's so it's. So it's not yeah, ball, yeah. Um, hand to ball, as they say. Ball, yeah. So, but so yeah, again, clutching the straws. But we, you know, we've conceded goals at the worst times, right at the beginning of the game, right, right at the end of the first half. Um, so you know, we got back into the game. You know. But you know, Man, Man, Man City have uh, got some fantastic players, and you know they've yeah, they've, they've taken the and points. The, and the last thing I'm going to say on the matter is, I thought the, the standout player for me was Guendouzi. He's the only player who actually looked like he was trying to do something and trying his hardest, yeah. and maybe Tierra. But then they they were swamped in midfield, so they had to just battle. It was a complete battle, yeah. and they tried their best. It wasn't for you know in a day. We're never going to go to, away to City and expect to win. So, we I mean, move the, on. The fact that they played Fernandinho and Otamendi at centre-back, you know... Can, but they can rotate. And they can rotate. They've got players who can play anywhere. Otamendi doesn't normally start for them anymore. Um, it's normally Laporte and mm. John Stones. And Fernandinho's a centre-mid playing at mm. centre-back. That, that's how confident they were. Um, I think and rightly so. The way Pep used to play Barcelona when he got uh, Mascarano. Yeah. And he used to play Mascarano as centre-back because you basically, mm. he can step out from the back yeah. and become a midfielder yeah. and then everyone else can move forward. Mm. It, it's such an advanced way of playing yeah. and you need to be able to have the players to do that. Yeah. And I think that's why, that, that was quite a clever, clever move by Pep. But, I mean, Emery tried to change things around himself by even, like you say, going for like a 4-4-2. But then the two up front were so restricted to service, so... 
bringing that game changer on of Suarez and his first uh, first game. Anyway, uh, last night West Ham versus Liverpool. There's <clears throat> a draw. West Ham look pretty good. They always turn up or they don't turn up. And yesterday they did turn up. Makes a bloody change. Um, Liverpool scored again very early on um, in the 22nd minute. Well, not that early on, I suppose, but they looked good in the first sort of Miles 10 minutes. Side, though, oh, with Milner was well offside. Ridiculous. But right next to the linesman. Classic Liverpool. They always score an offside. Right next to the linesman. Oh, no, he's useless. <laughs> And they kept yeah. focusing on him, did they? <laughs> and the fans, every time yeah. he's playing, like, Whoa! Yeah. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, it was brilliant. But he, um, as they were saying, he was probably concentrating on whether it was going to go out of play or not looking. Um, but uh, Mane was a great finish. And then Antonio with a corker. Mm. Free kick dummy. Yeah. So it's like a free kick, they thought we were going to whip it and didn't. Pass it straight to him, who hit it first time right to the corner. Alisson didn't even move. No, it was a brilliant goal. Um, very clever by Felipe Anderson. Didn't look like they worked on it as such. It looked like they almost just... It, he saw the run and just yeah. played it. Didn't look like something they'd done on the training ground, but it was fucking good. And Antonio destroyed I can't yeah. remember. <laughs> I think it was Keita for pace. Yeah. And then just a first-time finish. It. Brilliant, brilliant goal. So, obviously, it's 1-1. Um, it was end-to-end. Good game. West Ham could have scored. Liverpool should have scored. Um, Salah wasn't really in the game much, to be honest. Um, he had a few moments. But the question is... Can Liverpool hold on? Can they hold on? I, don't, I said exactly the same. Well, I said the same to uh, Bestie. Guards as he's shaking his head in front of me. <laughs> I don't think they can. It. I don't think they can. So, the, so, so Liverpool are top with 62 points. And Man City are on 59 points. So three points behind. Um, they've got a better goal difference City. They've got 46. Whereas Liverpool's 41. They play them as well. They've got to play them as well, yeah. obviously. So that is a massive game, whenever that is. That is fucking And also, huge. Tottenham are only two points behind Man City. So it is tight in the top three. I was saying to uh, Robbo earlier, I'm so annoyed that we had such a shit start. Because obviously, we've been brilliant under Oli, and it just, even if we were six points better off, you know, under Jose, we'd be sort of kind of in touching distance. Not that I think we're good enough at this stage to win the league, but we've shown glimpses that. We could be there and thereabouts, but I, I think now. I mean, I've said Liverpool from the start of the season. Um, I thought they were going to win it this year. Just starting to show cracks. I'm loving it. I think at the start, I've sort of told you what my relegation was. And I think I'd City to win it and Liverpool second, so could still happen. So Tottenham on 57, as I said, Chelsea on 50, Man United now are in fifth place on 48, Arsenal in six on 47, only in Wolves in seventh place on 38. So a big gap there. Then reading up from the bottom, Huddersfield 11, Fulham on 17, Cardiff on 22, Burnley 24, Southampton 24, uh, Newcastle 24. So quite tight at the bottom there as well. So that's it for the first half. Hope you enjoyed the roundup. We've got so much to talk about in the second half. We have Fabio fighting. If you remember from last week, you had a lovely exclusive interview with him, which done my guards and bands. So if you haven't heard it, listen back to the last pod. Um, we'll talk about Super Bowl we've got golf Garcia's meltdown if you haven't seen that it's quite hilarious <laughs> cricket is a shambles we've got rugby six nations and any other business so we'll see you in the second half bye bye Welcome back to part two of Who's Round. Uh, as we said, we've got something to get through. We've got Fabio, uh, who we interviewed last week. Um, Baz will give you an update on that, how that went. And the boxing with Ted Cheeseman. Um, Super Bowl, golf, etc. But it's a bet, Baz. Bet, bet, 
betting corner by Baz. betting bonanza. <laughs> That'll do. It is. So um, it's been another tough weekend of fixtures to predict. Seriously, I can see so many draws, but listen, I've had to go for a few. Uh, so let's go with Palace to beat West Ham United. Palace playing at home. Uh, I feel like they've got the minerals to do the job. Liverpool, I feel like they're going to have a point to prove to show they can cling on to the title race. They're going to beat Bournemouth this weekend at home. Uh, and last but not least, Brighton playing at home. Uh, listen, you've got... Ali Reza Jahan Baksh returning from the Asian Cup he's going to want a point to prove he's been criticised for not playing that well this season for not making a big start for his new team let's see them crush Burnley all three teams playing at 4-1 to one. so a £5 bet returns you 20 quid plus your £5 in thank you very much Right, so you've thrown in. Oh, let me comment right, on that right. straight away. Go so you've gone for a, oh, a real curveball. Liverpool at Anfield to beat Bournemouth. You just lost to Cardiff, and the odds are two to nine for Liverpool. Real curveball. Pick, you take that out, the odds will still be the same. I, I, <laughs> That's how ridiculous listen, that is. Listen, I, I picked the teams that I did and the games that I did because I just couldn't call the other take ones. Take Liverpool out, and it was still. We decided Baz is going to do the bet. We have to go with the bet. Baz, you're in the chair. We're going with your bet. Right. So. Before we go on to the boxing, Baz. Yep. Mourinho admits tax fraud in Spain. The ex-Man United boss has been given a one-year prison t- uh, sentence <laughs> and a fine, but will not go to jail. He's not been sent to prison, <clears throat> so he's not a prison sentence. Yeah, so just interesting. That's just coming. That's breaking news right but now. We were talking about this earlier, and I re- that's because <clears throat> obviously Ronaldo was was done, and then and then he and then he suddenly moved to Juve. Yeah. I don't think that's that's much of a shock, is it? Really, is it? But. The one year prison sentence will instead be exchanged for a fine of £182,500. £160,000 in uh, Euros. Also in the. um also in the news of falling over in Russia. Yeah, in the hockey. On an ice. Yeah, he, yeah, he was right. supposed to drop the puck in a um, hockey game, yeah. and then uh, but fell over on his skates. Brilliant. So he went. <laughs> he went, he went, he went oh, get, that's brilliant! Get him on dancing on ice. Is there like. any uh, f- footage of that? Yeah, loads of videos. Of it. He came out on red carpet. He dropped the puck for the start of the game, and then the guy went to shake his hand. He sort of turned back, and he just completely stacked it. It's hilarious. <laughs> you have to show me that video. <laughs> uh, right now, so Fabio, we interviewed Fabio last week, which is fantastic. A very nice, a friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, talk us through the Cheeseman fight and also, of course, the uh, the fight itself. Yeah, no. So uh, on Saturday night was a matchroom uh, boxing night uh, at the uh, the old O2, uh, the real home of British boxing. Uh, you had Ted Cheeseman fighting uh, Garcia for the European belt, um, and on the undercard you had Lawrence Ocoli, um Fabio Wardley, and uh, a few other up and coming artists. Uh, but knockout artists, should I say, artists, boxers. Um, so Fabio Wardley, he was a, uh, a float match. So uh, as Coots uh, pointed out on the old group chat, uh, a float is a fight that's put in place to delay or to speed up um, any kind of boxing on the night. So for example, if Lawrence Ocoli hadn't knocked his opponent out, um, then Fabio Wardley wouldn't have featured, but he did. It was would have featured on TV. He would have fought at the end. He of would the have night. fought. Yeah, sorry, great, greatly pointed out. He would have uh, featured at the end of the night. So Fabio Wardley, round one knockout. He said that he didn't really want to do that. Um, he said he wanted to, you know, get some ring experience. He wanted to, you know, get some ring time because he's very well known for knocking out opponents in round one. Um, and he did the business, but again, first round knockout. Morgan Dessau. Um, we knew he was a bum. 
Um, really, did he challenge Fabio at all? <laughs> no, absolutely not. What did you guys think of the fight? I believe he, we all watched he, it. He almost looked like, like he said on the pod, he didn't want to knock him out first round because yeah. he wanted to try and get some rounds on the belt. But he was sort of standing there going, I'm, I'm just going to have to knock him out because yeah. this is embarrassing. Like, he is shit. <laughs> it was a great uppercut. Great uppercut. Yeah, there's no way I'm leaving this till the second round. Waste of time. Just knock the cunt out. See you later. Because he was hopeless. Literally, I would have thought I would have stood longer. You was in he there. was that like bad. You were in there. Honestly, yeah. it was, and the uppercut was devastating. He broke his nose. You saw it instantly, didn't you? In fact, I thought it was almost like bone coming out because oh. it bled at the top of his nose. So the uppercut had meant that he'd caused a, it was fucking brutal. Anyway, brilliant knockout. So, uh, before you move on from uh, yeah. Wardley, no, no, no. just want to say like, thanks to uh, Matt Brennan, who's, uh, who's, in the, who's in the corner for the man, and also Rob Brennan, who's uh, you know, a really good friend of mine, sent me some pictures, was there ringside on the night, said it was amazing. So, congratulations to the whole team. So, yeah, cheers to Brennan's. Cheers for, uh, and you also got a great interview with Sky as well. Yeah, I was just going to say so, Dillian White, obviously his manager, uh, came up afterwards, said you know, he'd like to see him hold his hands up a little bit more, which is a fair kind of criticism uh, as you get you know high levels of boxing high level opponents you're going to need to you know not get clipped and obviously he's a big guy like Dillian said he's going to get clipped a lot by guys smaller than him um, but yeah so that was that um, I won't go through uh, Lawrence Coley winning his cruiserweight contest by way of knockout which sets up his um, Camacho uh, I forgot his uh, Wadi Camacho I've, I don't know much about a guy but it's a Spanish um, cruiserweight uh, fighter, he holds a belt, one of the lower level ones, and they're going to be fighting again very soon, potentially at the Copper Box in March. But the main event, Ted Cheeseman, the very young, light middleweight champion um, at British level, um, he was on target to try and get the European title off a very, very classy Sergio Garcia. Um, Sergio Garcia, unfortunately, outclassed Ted Cheeseman in every angle. Uh, went to points, unanimous decision, uh, a wide points win for Garcia. So that was uh, Saturday Night's Boxing. Just to give you a few bits of gossip, um, apparently Jarrell Miller has uh, agreed a deal with Anthony Joshua, which means he will not be fighting in April at the O2. He'll be fighting uh, in New York, Madison Square Gardens in June sometime. Um, Dillian White is apparently fighting Povetkin. Um, and obviously, you know, the next big one is Feb 23rd, DeGale versus Eubank Jr. Uh, and that is going to be a super middleweight contest, which we cannot wait for. Uh, that's it. For, oh, and obviously, last but not least, um, Sergei, Ko- Sergei Kovalev uh, retaining his, or not retaining, but winning back his light heavyweight of Ida Alvarez. Uh, that came via a decision um, Alvarez sh- causing a shock defeat last time in the same contest so that's all for me cheers Baz um, I'm going to quickly mention the golf um, before we go into Super Bowl with uh, guards <clears throat> don't know if you've seen Sergio Garcia has lost the plot Wait. ladies and gentlemen Sergio Garcia the guy who just beat Ted Cheeseman same guy no Sergio Garcia <laughs> is it yeah oh my god Wait, yeah that's what it means keeping the theme yeah. so Segway it's called a Segway Segway uh, uh, Sergio Garcia, um, who um, literally lost, I mean, I've never seen anything like it. He uh, got disqualified in Saudi Arabia for his appalling petulance by smashing uh, hit all, the, all the sand around because he, he literally he hit a shot and went a bit short. It's the funniest thing. It is so, it's so funny. Just when he hits it, little pause to see where it lands. And he just freaks out. And the sand's like, drag after those. The first two is funny, but then it's like. 
He puts it like on the floor and drags it like a kid. It's so childish. And I think also I said to Robert, I was like, I understand the bunker is part of the course, but that can be raked back down. Yeah. Like, is that is that as much of an issue as if you did a grass? And Robert was like, well, no, Yeah, he did yeah. the five. Yeah. Like, yeah. But he also said he did. Yeah, we did. did. So, so did that's what's funny about it. He, <laughs> he, probably, he probably would have got described <laughs> just for that alone. But as you as you rightly said, <laughs> he did went mad and he damaged. I can't see a bit of time for him. livid. Absolutely. Right. What are you doing to my sand? So, yeah. So basically, it was a rule. It's a it's a break of rule a one point two a conduct and expected of all players. On five front greens, Garcia dragged the sole of his golf shoe across the top of the turf to leave noticeable damage. He also left a divot mark in the sixth green. He's going. Fuck off! Didn't he do it to five? To f- yeah. Five? Yeah, five. Here he is. Five. five. Here's George. George. If you uh, don't realise, he, he is from Bristol, stroke Devon. Brazil. Oh, God. I do have a tendency to say five, five, yeah. like five. I just said. Um, but didn't he do it across five greens? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't just the one. So he dragged well, it on, and then he just started fucking it, just yeah. taking just, divots just out of greens. Groundskeeper, groundskeeper, what are you doing, mate? Give us a so, break. He was disqualified. Is Lewis. Go on YouTube. Have a look at his breakdown. His complete meltdown. It is, it is funny to see. Um, but we will not have that in sport, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, Super Bowl. What's going on? Thanks, Robbie. So, Super Bowl L Triple I 53 happened uh, Sunday night. Uh, I stayed up, uh, watched it, took off the Monday. Many, many, actually, no, not too many of beers. Mm. But um, it was one for the tacticians, it was one for the defence. Uh, it's first quite. In- half, first quarter had no points whatsoever, did it? Uh, yeah, I think the uh, Patriots scored uh, field goal in the second quarter. Field goal. Uh, and that's well, yeah. yeah, beginning of the second, and then but going into half time, so it was zero three to the Patriots. Zero three to zero the Patriots. Zero three to the Pets. All right. And then, uh, but they did they did bring it back to uh, so it was it was a tie, it was a tie and then tied game tied game and then it was um, but there was it was there was a few um, missed kicks. Uh, there was so it, it could have been slightly higher scoring. Um, the Rams had a chance to, uh, to, to 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 score a touchdown, but did not some good. They did not convert. You are correct. <laughs> they got into they got into the red zone, but they did not manage to uh, put six on the board. And then um, so they, yeah, that was a good 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 break of play. Uh, there was just no big scores until the uh, the final quarter. Um, and it's interesting enough. Like I watched it on the BBC, and they got a few ex-players on there. Uh, one guy who's, who's won two Super Bowls at the Giants, and he was like calling it in the first uh, first half, saying like the uh, the Rams the Rams defense is just is just on the on the field too long, so they will get t- get tired of running so many plays. They were they were on for at least like like I think more than twice the, the time that the Patriots defense was on, and then he was just like they'll win it in the, in the fourth. They're going to win it in the fourth quarter. Um, it, unless the Rams do something massive, and I think the Patriots just played an amazing tactical game against 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 him. They just, you know, he's like, I think he went first draft pick two years ago, maybe three years ago, uh, and he's and then actually he's the quickest time that someone has been taken in the draft, and then they've appeared in the Super Bowl. The uh, Goff for uh, the Rams, um, and and the Rams have been the biggest scoring team for the last two years so for the Patriots to keep them to literally just one one field goal is is an amazing like the, the coaches should, should have won MVP like there's this like great coaching great tactics uh, but like Brady's talking about playing on until he's 45 like oh, he's 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 41 how old is 
Tom Brady because it seems like he's his sixth win, sixth yeah. Super Bowl win. How old is he? Because he's 41. 41. It's his sixth Super Bowl win, but he's been in the Super Bowl nine times. So how old do you, on average, do you quit? Oh, so, they normally, they normally, he's, he's 41. He's said, he said he wants to play till 45. Uh, Belichick, the um, the coach, like he's he's the oldest uh, coach that, to play to appear and win. So 66. Um, Edelman is, is who got MVP this year. Like he's been there. Um, Gronkowski, who who actually amazing catch to set them up for their touchdown. Um, like he could retire. He's he's actually 30, I think, but he's had some big injuries, and so he, he's obviously you know obviously a bit younger than the other guys, but. He's played at the top end and he could he could retire. But I think the Patriots, if Brady sticks around, they'll all stick around, and because and that will be that will be uh, that will be like another record. They're just breaking records, and like you know, it's really hard to do in in, uh, in American football because the way the draft is set out, the worst teams get the best players. So it, 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 they try to even it up. But um, yeah, it was thirteen to three. It was a really tactical slash defensive game. Uh, so if you wanted big plays, you didn't get it. Um, but yeah, it was still, it was still, it was still, still, still a good game. Lowest scoring, isn't it? Lowest scoring ever? It's, I don't mean it's the lowest ever. It's, no. uh, I think eventually it was, actually. They were like, it, yeah. I think it might, it's, be. it might have been the lowest scoring yeah. Super Bowl ever. Hong Kong, 10-3. 10-13-3. 13-3, yeah. That is boring. Thanks, Robert. Also, uh, the Defensive ads. Defensive masterclass. <laughs> Defense. Well, also, just one thing that the ads during that time, I know you watch it on the BBC, but the ads went for between five to five point six million pounds for thirty-second slots. I'll take three. Uh, sorry, dollars. Sorry, a million dollars. Not. Yeah, I think everyone saw our Who's Round podcast ad. Yeah, which <laughs> <laughs> Toy Story Four trailer. Um, uh, yeah, a Maroon Five with the act in. Uh-huh. Actually, it was quite boring. Was it, it was really cool? boring. Yeah, half the yeah. half time was really boring. Mm, okay. uh, well, England are a shambles, cricket-wise. Uh, let's get this out of the way very quickly. American football, England shambles. England shambles, the only thing to take out of it, which I think is really wrong. We've lost again heavily in the West Indies. Um, and a holder who's played fantastically well for the West Indies, their captain, will miss the final test because he's banned. And the reason he's banned is because he's got a one-match one suspension for his side's slow run rate over... Uh, so uh, slow overrating the ten wickets in the second test in the Antigua, which is pathetic. I feel very sorry for him. We are shit. Um, we do play again very shortly against the West Indies in the final test, where they're looking for a whitewash. I'm fair enough. Uh, so the Ashes is looking like a daunting prospect at the moment. Um, rugby Six Nations. Where do we sit with that? We beat Ireland in the Six yep. Nations. Do you see it? Yeah, no, only saw bits of the highlights, but I didn't watch, actually watch the game live. Um, I watched bits of um, Wales-France on Friday, but pissed as a fart, so I don't remember a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, like I said, I'm not, uh, like we said last week, we, I said vaguely see the highlights and stuff, but I haven't been watching them live. So we beat uh, Ireland 32-20, to 20, yeah, and Italy played Scotland at home uh, in, in Scotland, 33, they won to 20. Um, so yeah, so we've already beaten the champions of the Six Nations. Yeah, exactly. I think that's, that's a big shout because like Ireland were the favourites. Mm. They're the Grand Slam. Uh, so for us to and we're away, so mm. be like being like away is a, is a see it is a massive massive difference in rugby than it is in like football or something mm. like that. So to go there and to, to to smash them, like to actually play a massive massive defensive game is is amazing. 
Um, the problem is, is Itoje is, is injured, got injured in that yeah. game, and he might be out for the rest of the tournament. So that is a massive loss for England. So, But England have got off to a great start, so we'll just have to see how they do for the rest of the tournament. So come on, England! Fantastic. So that has been your roundup, ladies and gentlemen, of all as much sport as we know and now knowledge. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. So without further ado, it's goodbye from the Baz. Goodbye. It's a goodbye from the guards. Bye. It's goodbye from the bestie. La 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 la. And it's a goodbye for me. And we'll see you all next time. See you soon. Oh, we're off to have a shave, aren't we? Yeah. I've already done it just now. Have a close shave. See you later. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye. See you later.